0: Welcome to Maple Syrup Blood Money, a Riverdale podcast. I am your host, Noah Carden, and joining me, as always, the Hermione to my Hiram,
1: Kyle Cardi. It's a pleasure to be here, Noah. Thanks so much for having me on this wonderful talk show program. You're more than welcome, Kyle. How are you today? Uh, I'm good. My neck hurts. Um... does (laughs) Does hurt? <laughs> Does my crack hurt, too? Uh, I'm hungry. All I've had to eat today is a leftover piece of strawberry chocolate cake and some barbecue potato chips um, and some moonshine. So I'm hungry <laughs> and I'm ready to do this fucking episode.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, let's hop into it. So we're, we're talking about uh, Chapter 9, La Grande Illusion. La Grande Illusion. Um, I, I apologize to any French-speaking listeners we might have. Um, so, we start with a little uh, Jugheadalog, as we often do.
1: It's a very on-the-nose Jugheadalog, considering the name of our program. Yes. He talks <laughs> a lot about the thickness of blood and something about maple. It's like, oh, damn, Jughead! It's like you're a fan of our show.
0: Hey. Hey, maybe secretly, secretly Cole Sprouse is a fan of our show. Before this, you know, everybody treat Cole Sprouse, everybody, everybody. treat Cole
1: Sprouse, and fucking be like, "Hey, Daddy, come be on this show."
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe don't call him. I mean, you can call him that. I don't. Don't kink shame them. <laughs> um. So yes, junk catalog. Uh, talks about um syrup and the blossoms and their importance to Riverdale. Um, we get a shot of the uh the blossoms pouring some uh some maple syrup into like a a brandy glass and like sniffing it and tasting it like it's yeah. wine or they, scotch or something
1: pour it into like a snifter or some yeah. shit and they're just like oh yes look at the beating on this one it's like <laughs> it's got legs <sighs> um also they talk about how everyone uses their goddamn product but like I am certain that the local Walmart has some goddamn Aunt Jemima because we saw Betty use maple syrup that didn't have the same uh, coloring as the Blossom maple syrup bottle. Um, It had a completely different label not a couple weeks ago. And if the Coopers hate the goddamn Blossoms that much, Betty Cooper would not be throwing out an empty bottle of their product. She would be using like Mrs. Butterworth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, with Jason Blossom gone, who would inherit the Blossoms' business? Not Cheryl, because she's crazy. <laughs> um, and, and then we get to see, uh, Jughead and Betty talk about how Polly hasn't replied to Betty since her departure to Thornhill. Um, Alice shows up saying, uh, shows up at, like, a super inopportune moment where Jughead and Betty were about to start, like, making out. Um, and says she's working on a takedown article of the Blossoms. Um, the Blossom's board of trustees have arrived in town uh, like a cabal of vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and our, our, and Alice is looking for a way into that. She's looking for some, some, some deep, deep information about this coven. Of- well,
1: Alice, there is no way in unless this is, and this is true, Noah. This is true to vampiric lore. There is no way in unless a vampire invites you inside. So kind of out of luck there.
0: I thought it was the other way around. No, I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, at the Lodges, um, the lawyers are coming for testimony on Hiram Lodge uh, from Hermione and Veronica. Uh, and Hermione is pretty worried uh, about what they're going to have to say, and Veronica's pretty worried about having to lie on record. Um, Hermione tells uh, Ronnie that Hiram has found out about uh, her and Fred, along with the Blossoms uh, still being after the drive-in land and Fred not knowing uh, that the Lodges own the land. Um, So she's just pretty stressed out. Uh, Veronica tries to convince Hermione to tell Fred about the land before someone else does, and he leaves the project. Um, Archie is practicing his guitar at school when uh, Cheryl arrives, uh, thirsty as fuck, inviting him to a tree-tapping ceremony. Not, it's not the only thing she wants to... She, she needs
1: yeah. a keg tapped because she grapples with a very serious alcohol addiction. <laughs> it's true. Cheryl, um, my only note for this scene was Cheryl, shut up, you dweeb. <laughs> like, she's such a fucking dorkus.
0: <laughs> uh, but yes, apparently they do a, a tree-tapping ceremony to commemorate the start of maple syrup season. And... Uh, to the the blossom bloodline um there's a lot of like heritage talk in this episode so just keep keep that in mind listener i have a feeling that
1: riverdale is rife with sorcerers and so listeners (laughs) who don't know what i'm talking about um, this is somehow your first episode which wizards wizards get their powers through study warlocks get their powers through them being given by something stronger than them and sorcerers have it in their blood so clearly there are some distinctive sorcerer bloodlines running through riverdale
0: i see i see um cheryl (laughs) says it was her and jason's extra special thing extra special i don't think that's the only extra special thing that cheryl and jason were doing but Uh. um, but she's not sure if she could face it alone um Archie says, yeah. She keeps
1: yeah. looking at Archie's hair by the way. She really does. Yeah. Everyone keeps looking at his hair. It's so whole, orange. It's so creepy because it's like obviously this is some surrogate I want to still bang my dead brother thing. And like yes. everyone knows it because everyone keeps looking at his fucking hair and then back down at
0: Archie. Like, uh, even later, Penelope says that even in the right light, you look just like him. And such. it's like everybody like he's he's a, a homunculus created. <laughs> uh, don't don't.
1: They hired Fred Andrews to dig up a quarry in which they gathered the proper materials. His blood is maple syrup, and his body is chiseled stone. He hasn't existed until this summer. And,
0: and everybody is under some sort of grand illusion. We've done it. We've arrived. Okay. We've arrived. So, um, Archie says no. He has a girlfriend, um, and to maybe invite Kevin or Reggie. But uh, Cheryl wants Archie since he's protected her in the past when no one else would. Um, in class, Ethel Mugg lays down some sweet goth poetry. Um, I,
1: I, I swear to God, during this scene, I'm like, are they gonna fucking kill Ethel? I like, is Eth- is this Ethel- gonna be an Ethel suicide episode? It it almost is. I was um, so nervous, you have no idea. I was sweating bullets. Poor poor Shannon Purser. Her characters can't live beyond like two episodes. She's the fucking Ned Stark of teenage female <laughs> actors. <laughs> She's the Sean Bean.
0: <laughs> oh, God, that's so terrible. Um, but it concerns a lot of people, and especially uh, Veronica, um, who goes to ask Ethel later if everything is all right. And we learn that Ethel's parents are fighting about something, and she feels just totally helpless.
1: So what um, if this place is the in-between from Stranger Things? Like, this is where you go when the Demogorgon eats you.
0: Okay. Okay. And, yeah. And that's yeah. why
1: it's perpetually misty and like there's an otherworldly feel. Like, what if that's what it is?
0: Well, I mean, Stranger Thing does have all those D and D things in it, so we can just kind of bolt that on. Sure. All right. They share a universe. Get at me, Duffer Brothers and Archie Comics creators. Yes, we can. We can totally fit this together. Well, Make um, it work. Archie's fought the fucking predator before, so I don't want to hear it. And the Punisher has shown up, so you know. <laughs> no he hasn't! You don't know about Archie Meets the Punisher? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, give me the real quick bullet points, like in in a
0: hundred and forty characters or less. A criminal shows up in Riverdale who looks exactly like Archie, but kind of like a thug, and the <gasps> Punisher is after him, and he it's a a, a jinks of miss up of of mix ups. As the archer, as the Punisher mistakes Archie for this criminal, so. Oh my fucking god! And then they oh have to team up god. to stop him. Oh my god! Yep. Um, at the end of it, there's supposed to be a there was a um, a stinger for another comic where um, Wolverine has to go kill Jughead. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. Uh, my my friend Richard, who if he's listening to this, hi, he right. has or had that issue of the comic in real life for real. I, so, I'm
1: defeated. Just do the episode yourself.
0: Okay, okay. It was lovely having you on, Kyle. Um, <laughs> bye, bye. Uh, So, uh, we learned that uh, Veronica invites uh, Ethel over for some pampering to make her feel better, um, and that Kevin will be there. Um, Kevin, reading Kafka's Metamorphosis, uh, looks kind of (laughs) confused. Fucking Kevin. Kevin asks uh, what that was about later, and uh, Veronica relates the uh, time when her and her old friends mocked and abused the girl to the point of transferring schools and going into therapy she made her drink gutter water is one of her <laughs> her, her claims.
1: And Kevin, I, there are there are no joke. This has come up before. There are moments where Kevin's lines and what I yell at my television are like in stereo because I too would ew. Why? <laughs> like <laughs> Kevin and I were in perfect harmony in this scene. I. Oh my fucking god. Yes. Oh, uh, I think I heard so, my loud, loud neighbors. <laughs> I heard them
0: even through my headphones. Oh god. Um, and Veronica basically uh, has vowed to, you know, make people's lives better, even if it's only for a day. Flipping the page, you're not hearing this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore me! Yes. Penelope Blossom then tracks down Archie, who is drinking from a water fountain at school. Uh confronted him about though. the tree tapping ceremony and attempts to bribe him into coming with a uh, into coming with a summer program to a prestigious music academy. Um Archie relents saying he'll talk to Valerie, making sure it's okay with her, which I mean that's kind of a Cool. I mean, you've been ignoring move. your girlfriend like this entire series, but.
1: I, I think he played it very well, and he said, I'll talk to Val, which I respect the shit yes. out of. I think that was the right move, Archie. Yep. Uh,
0: Penelope is creepy, saying that in the right light, he looks just like Jason. <clears throat> uh, Betty and Jughead arrive in the lounge as the gang celebrates Archie's music program acceptance. Uh, Archie is eating ranch, not Doritos. Um, I believe this is a point of contention between my, me chips. and my co host okay all right there's gonna be a poll associated
1: with this episode (laughs) you have to tweet or email us one entry per listener uh what the best uh dorito flavor is i think it's noah isn't even in the right fucking stratosphere oh god what's the best flavor noah it's nacho cheese of course it's not even as good as spicy nacho which is one of the worst flavors like oh, yeah. it's either Cool Ranch or it's sweet and spicy chili those are the see, options
0: see, this is how the show ends folks this is this how is, this like, is the end there's
1: not gonna be an episode 11 or 10 not with a whimper but with the crinkling of a bag because yes. you're fucking wrong Noah
0: Noah <laughs> Jughead asks if he has an audition (laughs) uh, or if he has to audition but Archie says the Blossoms are going to put in a good word in exchange for escorting Cheryl. Uh, Jughead then calls Archie a gigolo but uh, Archie defends himself saying he needs contacts outside of Riverdale if he wants to get into music. They Um, also,
1: like, here's the weird thing about this episode. It should have featured Val in, I don't know, like a fourth Of the scenes.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Because this episode is so centric to Val and Archie's relationship. But, like, even now, they just gloss over it. He's like, Yeah, I already talked to Val, and she said that it was fine. Like, they need to show this because the emotional stakes they're trying to, like, set up here fall goddamn flat on their faces because we never get any interaction or growing tension between val and archie
0: yeah we like in the episodes between when val and him first hook up and now there's been like maybe three scenes with them together and and, and and,
1: she's tertiary even in a scene of two people Life. Yeah,
0: like, there's the, the the one scene where they're, like, alone was last episode, and she's in it for all of, like, 30 seconds when Archie just runs out of the room to go be a jackass at a biker bar. Um, Sh- yeah, like, show them on that pizza date. Show them
1: talking about Cheryl. Have Val explain her viewpoint and her potential apprehension that might arise from this, and have her warn Archie. That this might spiral out of control. Like, because they they just make her look like a snap decision-making jerk in this episode. Yeah. Like, they don't do a good job of writing Val. And listeners will know, I fucking love Val. And I was so excited to get some Val-Archie relationship in. But they're just not d-
0: doing nothing. It's yeah. boring. It's, it's boring. It's, it's bad TV. Yeah, totally. Um, Veronica agrees with Jughead That there must be some sort of unseen cost But Betty thinks it's great And uh, you know, asks Archie if she can Check up on Polly for her There's yeah. no ulterior motive going on here None at all uh, Archie says he can take care of himself uh, And replies uh, He can take care of himself And Veronica replies uh, Famous last words um, And then right before the scene cut Archie looks hungrily at the meatballs That she's been eating the entire scene yeah, she's
1: just like eating a plate of pisquetis. Yeah,
0: she's eating like yeah. She's eating meatballs. I noticed like I see him look directly at like the meatball that's on her fork and I'm like, yeah. He's thinking about those meatballs like this entire conversation. Give me
1: that meatball. I want the, I wanted meatballs so bad. Yeah. I might go that's, get meatballs after this. Oh shit, maybe I will get a meatball sub. I was gonna make a taco salad after this because I got leftover taco meat and a bunch of spinach and shit, but now I kind of want meatballs.
0: Okay, okay. Why not split the difference and just put meatballs in the tacos? This is
1: clearly from someone who has a palate that prefers nacho cheese Doritos because you're a philistine. (laughs) You have offended me on a primal level. My father is a chef, and I will not brook this. I will not. (laughs) <laughs> you will not be party to. No, I am gonna have to. We will not have a palaver about this. Conversation over. <laughs> Friendship with Noah ended. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so we we get some interesting shit. Um, we don't get
0: Val. What what's next? Are we in uh, Thornhill we're at yet? The, yes, we're at Thornhill or wherever the like the Blossom Maple Farm is. Um, and it's snowing. Apparently winter has come early to, to Riverdale. Um, but at the cer- at the ceremony, Cheryl explains that all Archie needs to do is hold the bucket and then uh, basically tells them all about the people that are here. The board of trustees has arrived in Thornhill and Riverdale, um, and they're basically circling the blossoms like uh, like sharks. Um, with the sudden death of Jason and the appearance of Polly pregnant and unwed, it has caused some distress... With the the board uh, of a uh, the the Blossoms Company, yeah, they um, they
1: want their pound of flesh and their liter of syrup.
0: Yes. Uh, Cliff Blossom then reads off of a fucking scroll about it's, the syrup. It's serum. a scroll.
1: It's a magic scroll. This is an incantation.
0: Yes. Something it's,
1: is awful. Something is awful here. Something is rotten.
0: It's it's a magic spell to keep the maple flowing for another year. How many um, people do you
1: think they sacrifice to, like, a harvest demon? Oh, God.
0: At least, I would
1: say at least three. Gotta be. There's got it's gotta, be, you know what, I bet it's one per acre. Probably, yeah. Actually. That makes sense. It, how many acres? It's gotta be a lot of acres. Yeah. Hmm, it's a lot of people. Well, I guess that's why they keep letting all those vagrants in.
0: Yeah, yeah. You not you don't see a lot of homeless in Riverdale. It's I just, wonder uh, why.
1: They do what, um... Oh, fuck. I forgot. A joke up here in New Jersey is that... So, in New York City, they used to have a really bad homeless problem. Uh-huh. And then, I think it was like... Bloomberg, one of the super conservative mayors, basically just killed all the homeless people. <laughs> like, the, the, the rumor is that he had, like, a secret place where he would just take homeless people and execute them. <laughs> a, a secret homeless death squad came yeah. around and... Oh, God. Yeah, like, for real, that was a thing,
0: because the homeless problem basically fixed itself overnight. Um... But yes, Cliff reads off of a fucking scroll about the ceremony and its honeydew tradition. Um, Cliff then brings up Cheryl to perform the tapping in place of Jason, and after some nervous looks and reassurance from Archie, she taps into the tree, causing CGI syrup to pour out uh, to applause. I don't think it Uh, was CGI. I don't... It seems like it was coming out really, really quickly and clear for syrup. Well, the syrup syrup does look clear. It does. Well, it's also like super fast, like a spigot. And I don't yeah. think it comes out quite that
1: fast. I, that I cannot confirm or deny, but I'm pretty sure that um, sap that comes out, like, before it gets, like, cooked and processed and stuff, True. is is clear.
0: Well, yeah, like, clear or, like, has maybe, like, a very light color to it, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway.
1: Anyway, we could debate this. Hey, uh, botanists, hit us up. Maple yeah. and blood at gmail.com.
0: Uh, on Twitter at... At maple and blood. Back at the lodges, Kevin compliments Hermione's quiche Lorraine, and Ethel, uh, after being asked why she's not eating, explains that her parents are having trouble with money, causing them to fight and possibly sell their house. Veronica reassures that uh, reassures Ethel that she has always she always has her family and her friends. But uh, Hermione hears that Ethel's last name is Muggs, which used to have three G's instead of two. Uh, she seems concerned, to which Veronica noses. Uh, there's a lot of flip-flopping between. The ceremony and the lodge household. So, uh, back at the ceremony, a group photo is taken, and after Archie and afterwards, Archie asks Polly uh, why she hasn't uh, communicated with Betty after she fought so hard for her. Polly says that Betty uh, says for Betty not to worry, uh, and is then called away by Penelope. At the lodges, uh, Hermione reveals that Veronica uh, to Veronica in private that Ethel's father had invested uh, with Hiram and that the mug's financial issues are probably his fault.
1: Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do, Hiram? Hiram's a bad boy, and apparently he took everyone in Riverdale's money.
0: Yeah. Uh, Hermione is concerned about him testifying against Hiram, but Veronica says that they should. Like, that's what the right thing to do. Um... Veronica is disgusted at the cost of business with her father and how it might cost, you know, it's cost the, the Ethels their home or the Ethels, the mugs their home, <laughs> the Ethels, there's more than one. Yes. Um, and how it could possibly cost the, uh, the Andrews family um, their livelihood. And then uh, after the tapping ceremony, uh, Archie and Cheryl uh, over here and by over here, I mean, they're standing right behind some people as they are bad-mouthing the Blossoms. Um, Archie stands up for Cheryl, saying, of course she's going to cry at her brother's funeral, um, that Cheryl did uh, just as much to help the football team as Jason. Um, Cheryl perks up and says that she has a 4.0 uh, GPA. Um, and then Arch finish, Archie finishes saying they don't uh, don't underestimate her, and uh, storms off.
1: Oh, um... i I forgot to mention this but this is very important uh moving forward um you will notice that polly's color palette uh in these tapping scenes and in a lot of the scenes coming up has shifted uh Uh she is now wearing primarily reds when she is wearing an affiliated color
0: yes um we get to see a little bit of that happen with archie too it's a very kind of obvious thing that's being hoisted upon him
1: there's a lot of uh red symbolism in in this uh in this episode especially at the tail end of it um actually that might have been at the last episode oh yeah it was in the last episode where um when betty comes home to tell mom that polly is going to be living in thornhill um there is like a red blanket between mother and daughter, kind of like a rift almost. And as we pull out, there is a uh, red, like something red out of focus, uh, jutting out of the left side of the frame. Um, hmm. But that's last episode. This is this episode. Yes. Um, Polly's red now and her brooch might be purple. I really couldn't get good looks at it. Um,
0: what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, Cheryl is still wearing her creepy giant spider brooch it's not
1: creepy it's cool as hell and it's an automata <laughs> it's a, it's an animate it's 100 percent it will come to life and it will bite you and it will inject you with all that red venom in its thorax it's like it's
0: like dritz uh dritz uh fucking panther all right i fucking
1: hate dritz durden salvatore you're a fucking hack you write mary Sue's, eat my dick you're the worst i don't know why people like you i blame you for bad role players I I fucking hate Ari Salvatore. He's so pedantic. (laughs) So, uh,
0: Hermione confesses to Fred at work uh, about Hiram uh, and her being the buyers, explaining that she's trying to turn Lodge Industries legit and that the thugs that attacked uh, were hired by Hiram after he apparently found out about their affair. Hermione begs Fred to stay on the project, but overwhelmed with being attacked and played from all sides, Fred just leaves. He's like, I gotta take a walk. Uh, Cliff talks to Archie, saying that despite the conflict between him and Fred, he wants to invite Archie to a banquet for board members at Cheryl's Cheryl's Escort. The music in this scene
1: is so obtrusive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did notice that.
1: The piano is so poorly mixed, and it's just like... It's too loud, it's too aggressive and eerie, it's too, it's basically, it's just extra. Like, it needed
0: to be toned down. Uh, Cliff says that they make quite the pair. Archie is unsure, but Cheryl steps in saying he's, she'll be wearing Viridian, and that he'll need a suit, which Cliff then offers his tailor. Uh, Archie says that he's an Andrew, uh, and that, uh, fancy banquets aren't really his thing, but Cliff says that people like him are the bedrock of Riverdale, and they need, you know, something like this every now and then. Um, Cheryl says she won't take no for an answer, and calls him Archiekins. Cheryl seems, like, genuinely excited
1: to have Archie there, and like a normal girl, Uh and it doesn't look like she realizes what Daddy Dearest is plotting.
0: I like. I she seems she,
1: innocent-ish. She just really likes Archie. I think
0: in- innocent-ish. I think she's she's like legit. She likes Archie, and she's really like she likes that he's been so protective of her and everything. But I think she still kind of knows what her dad is trying to do a little bit. Um, like she's not she's not naive about their intentions.
1: Yeah, that's that's a fair
0: point. I could give you that. Um, Archer reports back to Alice and Betty, um, who calls him the fox in the hen house. Uh, he says that Polly's being treated great, but she doesn't seem like she's gonna leave. Um, Betty thinks something else must be going on, and, uh, Alice asks what else is happening, like, with the board. In the sticky red thick of it. Uh Which, uh, uh.
1: There's a lot of, there's a lot of gross jokes I could make, and I'm gonna abstain.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably for the best. You listeners at home, you know what we mean. Fill in fill in the blank. Send us your own terrible joke <laughs> at Maple and Blood on Twitter. This is an interactive series now. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> do you want us to continue talking about Archie or do you want us to talk about D&D? <laughs> <laughs> Plus 1 or 2 on your remote now.
1: Now, Smellavision. Um but yeah, she's uh I don't even fucking know man this episode (laughs) it's good this episode unlike the previous episode is dense but I feel like every
0: scene sort of has importance yeah um Archie basically rats out that the board uh, may be moving for a takeover and Alice is delighted uh Betty tries to convince Alice that bringing down the blossoms with Polly still inside uh is a bad idea but Alice isn't having it saying Polly betrayed them um Cool, Alice. Good bomb. Good mom yeah. points. Minus ten. Uh, Betty confronts Cheryl the next day at school uh, about Polly, saying she's uh, cast some sort of Stockholm syndrome spell over Polly. Once again, I want a hard, hard right turn into some some urban fantasy. All, um, all I want. Um, uh, Cheryl doesn't want to fight and reveals that crystal, the crystals were right. <laughs> and and polly is in fact pregnant with twins
1: yeah half of my page is just lich was right like in (laughs) big ass letters it takes up like seven lines
0: yeah yeah the crystals were right they have divined the appropriate uh genders of the babies
1: there has to fucking be magic in this
0: world oh my god there does i Um, swear to god
1: they're they're actually i genuinely trust that they are working towards a mystical edge even if it's only light mysticism or whatever it's even if it's only light mysticism they're working towards it i i i fucking feel it in my heart of hearts
0: which let me let me just say something from the last episode that I kind of didn't say um Cheryl says that Nana Rose, aka the Archdeacon, Lich of Riverdale, um, Grandmaster of Thornhill, uh, has is both the dem- has both dementia and gypsy blood. Which, come on, Cheryl, don't don't use that. Don't word. Don't say gypsy. Yeah, that's that's rude.
1: But I mean, listen, Cheryl is a rich white woman, so can we really not trust her to be not racist?
0: I mean, that's that's fair. Um, in this scene however she says bless their blossom genes because apparently blossoms always have twins the, the twice born second I coming I am not fucking around
1: about this um, fuck me I swear to god okay so let's take bets viewers here's another poll what is uh, Nana Lich's the Archdeacon's phylactery is it A the heirloom ring is it B Cheryl's brooch or is it C, all of Riverdale? <laughs> like, is the entire... Does she actually own all of Riverdale? And is that her phylactery?
0: The, the secret master beneath Riverdale, Nana Rose. The beast below
1: who gnashes its teeth. Um, yeah, the lich was fucking right. And... Oh, my God. The next note I have is about some more Blossom Dad and Archie scenes. So uh, I'm not sure what happens next. This is the first episode i want to stress this because i've talked about how uninterested i am in archie plotlines. this is the first episode that i i want less veronica because it's a lot of melodrama and it's kind of boring but yeah. i get why they're doing it and i could watch an entire 60 minutes of archie blossom interactions like drop at the very least turn veronica's b story into a c story and introduce a val and archie b story and then extend the archie plot because oh, yeah. it is so
0: fucking juicy this yeah, week totally i can definitely see that like i feel like shannon purser aka ethel muggs like she just shows up for like the very special episode plots,
1: <laughs> the after school specials where it's like the more you know
0: Yes, like, her first time is all about slut-shaming. The second time, it's all about suicide awareness, which it's not like those aren't things you need to be aware about and, like, shouldn't be in the show or whatever, but it just feels like all of those bad things keep happening to her. She
1: gets put into the bad plot lines. Like, it's not that she's a bad actress, it's that she gets put into the plot lines that have substandard writing.
0: Yeah. Uh, Betty asked for Cheryl to tell Polly to call their mom. And then over at the Lodges, Veronica hands down some clothing uh, and accessories to Ethel. Most of it was buy from Hiram, uh, including the pearls, uh, which she always wears and becomes the plot point in, like, ten minutes. Yep, uh, yep,
1: yep. These pearls are very important. I told you, man.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ethel says it's unnecessary and that she just wants to be friends. Um, Cheryl arrives at the Andrews' house, uh, calling Fred a dilf. Hold on. What? She she shows up. She knocks on the door. Fred answers and's like, "Oh hey, what's up, Cheryl?" And she's like, "Hey, Mr. Andrews, you're looking very dilfy today. How the fuck uh, did I miss this? I don't know. But she's carrying a guitar with her. Cheryl. Yeah. Like, I
1: love Cheryl. I will never. I promise from this day forward, I will never." Not love Cheryl. I will never not be on her team.
0: I think I think that will probably be the episode title. I'll find the actual line and use that. You're looking very <laughs> delfy, Mister Andrews. Um, Cheryl. <laughs> she she goes inside and she hands Archie an 84 Les Paul guitar. That's just uh, expensive. Expensive as fuck. Like you can. Oh my god. Like I used when I was really into Guitar Hero too. I was looking into, like, the different us-ball models and things like that. And that thing has got to be a couple grand, at least.
1: at the very least. My younger brother, he got very into guitars as well. And, um... Oh, my God. Guitars are crazy pricey.
0: Yeah. Um, she... But she brings it as a thanks for escorting her to the banquet. Um, she then leaves saying she's, uh... Claustroph... She gets claustrophobia, uh... In small houses, which... Andrew's house is not a small house. Oh, it's Cheryl. two stories.
1: I love I love Cheryl. I love her for all the wrong reasons. We're so bad for each other, but I, yeah. I will love her forever.
0: Uh, she then cuss, kisses Archie on the cheek in front of her dad and her, his dad and Jughead. Uh, I'm surprised she didn't ask to be made a
1: Cheryl spit, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a spit pig for by <laughs> Dilf
0: and Archie because this oh, is a God, thirsty there's... bitch. Oh, man. Um, Fred advises Archie to give back the guitar and that the Blossoms are just using him. Um, you ain't wrong, Dad. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, I think uh, Jughead calls him a gigolo or is being pimped out again. Um, <laughs> uh, Alice and Betty then go to Hal at the register uh, with their expose, but Hal refuses to publish it. Weird. Um, and fires Alice... Um, Alison Alice
1: throws a brick through his window.
0: <laughs> yeah, she, it's not just, she just picks up, she, like, immediately goes outside and, like, turns around and throws a brick. She goes outside, stops for a second, and like, then goes like, she... dead in the face. Yeah, she has, like, like, a complete mental breakdown. She's and being then picks dominated. Up the brick. Yeah. Like, a
1: 100%, she's being dominated by a dark entity that is slipping through the cracks in her persona.
0: <laughs> um... Yeah, she chucks it through the window, yelling, I want my daughter back, you bastard. Uh, And then we jump over to the tailors, where uh, Archie's being fitted for a suit. He's got part of the jacket on. It's all very, very red. Um,
1: Yeah, it's bespoke. Like, this fucking, this suit is going to be Amazing.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's pretty nice. I actually wouldn't mind, that when I see the suit seen. in action, I actually wouldn't mind having something exactly like it. It's absolutely
1: uh, lovely. It's it's stitched, it's not glued. It yeah. is lovely.
0: Uh, but Archie decides he wants to have a really awkward situation in his boxers, awkward uh, talk in his boxers uh, with Clifford. Um, with his
1: dick hanging out.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got a jacket on, boxers on, socks, that's it. Um... But he he wants to talk about cliff uh about the music academy and and how he wants to exchange that for helping his dad with uh the whole construction thing uh cliff is kind of stunned at archie's strong moral character um saying that they've already called the school and they've got it set up but once the banquet is over they will uh sit down and talk about it uh Betty is concerned with that her family is falling apart uh, in the crisis, but Jughead reassures her that uh, she's stronger than her parents and that she's holding her family together and to not let go. Betty, your family uh, already fell apart. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's it's not great. Yeah, like you're holding broken glass and you're like, "Ow, why am I bleeding?" Yeah, but Jughead is a, a pretty good boyfriend for somebody who's supposed to be ace. Oh. yeah no he's he's listen you can be a supportive friend and be
1: ace at the same time nope no, nope, mutually exclusive nope, no no nope. i'm getting yeah, i'm, all kidding, of, I'm of, getting all, I'm all getting. of my ace friends are absolute sociopathic monsters i'll yeah. tell my one riverdale loving friend that who is ace when she comes up tonight uh, i will tell her that you said that and i will give her your address and i will probably have to stop her from sending you anthrax
0: okay that's fine <laughs> I, I deserve it. That was a mean joke. Um, no, it's fine. Don't worry. Um, um, Valerie shows up and confronts Archie about the whole Cheryl thing. Uh, and she says that, you know, they're basically just buying him. Uh, Archie tries to defend himself by saying that he's doing it uh, for his dad and for a chance to get into music. But then, uh, and asks Val, like, wouldn't you do the same? But then she replies, if you have to ask that, uh, you obviously don't know me uh, at all.
1: I don't know. I don't buy it i don't i don't buy that valerie couldn't be bought or would not like to have that advantage mm-hmm. because if you're that serious about your career i think that archie hasn't crossed a moral line yet uh yeah yeah that's fair enough i don't I know think- I'm kind of on team Archie this time because he's been handling it very maturely and they don't give, like I said before, they don't give the scenes with Valerie Valerie enough enough time and emotional uh, breathing space to let her effectively get her point across. They kind of just make her look like a brat this episode.
0: Yeah, like, overall, their their relationship is underexplored. Yeah, criminally so. Yeah. Excuse me. So, Uh, Kevin notifies Veronica that Ethel's dad has attempted suicide by accidentally swallowing an entire bottle of sleeping pills. Now... Accidentally? accident. If you are attempting suicide, I don't think anything about it is accidental. No. No, I would say that uh, that's why we have accidental
1: deaths in a different category than suicide.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: I also don't think you can accidentally swallow,
0: like... 15 pills. Like, I'm not even sure how big sleeping pills are, but when I think of, like, a bottle, I think of, like, a... Like a... Either, like, a prescription pill bottle or maybe, like, a a multivitamin bottle. Just full of sleeping pills. It's closer to,
1: like, a prescription bottle. Yeah. And uh, they're, like, the size of, like, a hard vitamin. So, like, larger than a Tylenol.
0: Okay, okay. But, but um, yeah,
1: just you just, don't accidentally eat a whole bottle. It's not. It's not an accident if it's a suicide, yeah. y'all.
0: Yeah, uh, but he's going to be okay. They managed to get him to the doctor in time. Uh, Veronica, however, is immediately distraught. Like the sound, like starts to to muffle when the, she hears this. The editing choices and sound design
1: was very good in this sequence. Yes, but as beautiful as this actress is. She does what a lot of modern actors do when they need to cry. And that's just like squint and like furl their lips and make a noise and mm-hmm. not actually cry. And then they sort of like obscure their face to not let you see that there's no water coming out.
0: Yeah, She
1: needs to fake cry better. It was a very, very weak performance for what could have been been i what is supposed to be the emotional crux of this story this week
0: yeah um veronica De shot runs off to the bathroom sobbing and uh yanks off her pearls so they go sp- like scattering all over the place she is no um,
1: longer wanting to be associated
0: with papa yes uh and for the rest of the sh- the episode she is not seen wearing her pearls uh uh before betty arrives to comfort her um at the banquet, uh, after a toast by Clifford, uh, Cheryl uh, warns Archie that you know all the, the the board members here may seem genuine, but they're they're not. They're all terrible people. Um, Cliff then pulls Archie aside, saying he's going to help Fred, and that uh, Archie fits in with the the blossoms so um, so well that he needs to date Cheryl forever. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Archie says that they don't have to keep doing them favors, um, and he's happy to help Cheryl as as a friend. And yeah, exactly what you said. Um, awesome,
1: Dad is a very good actor. He steals all of his scenes because he's very underplayed. Like uh-huh. he doesn't he do, he takes the subtle route with his performance, and like. Except for how intrusive that piano was, usually the sound editing is really fucking on point for him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's he's very good at helping to build that atmosphere of dread. Also, real quick, uh, the establishing shot for this dinner scene, there was snow, like, up to halfway up their windows. <laughs> was I the only one who thought they were going to get snowed in and this was going to get real wild real fast? Oh,
0: God. like I, red-headed party. I thought we were gonna
1: get, like, full-on The Shining up in it. I was wrong. <laughs>
0: Here's Archie! Here's Archie! But, um... yes. Uh, Cliff explains that having Archie around with Cheryl to ease some of her erratic behavior would look good to the board.
1: To rein um, in her bullshit.
0: Yeah. Uh, basically, he just wants, like, some more red-headed babies on the way. That's, I, that's pretty much it. He <laughs> looks at his hair, too! Yeah! Yeah! Like he's like you're you, he, he compares him to Jason earlier when he talks about how is his good moral fiber and all this other stuff. So like, the, the, mom does it. The blossoms just
1: want Archie to be their surrogate Jason. Okay, so here's one. Here's one. All right. What if we later reveal that Archie's birthday coincides or is very close to the Blossom boy's birthday, and it turns out that Archie and Jason Blossom were switched at birth because the nurses got confused about which red-headed baby was
0: which. <sighs> Interesting.
1: That's, I, I doubt it'll happen. But here's Probably hoping. not. Here's hoping. Here's that's, hoping. That's what I could do with this.
0: Um, Polly intervenes, asking Archie for the first dance. Um, Polly explains during their dance that the Blossoms had something to do with Jason's death and that she's trying to find out what
1: and she Um, wants betty to stop bugging her yeah because she needs to do this and she needs to make it look real
0: yeah stop trying to blow my up, sis like real bad tradecraft come on um but yes she asks asks archie to relay that to betty saying you know don't fucking quit it um uh, in the background we see cliff and cheryl arguing before uh cheryl uh runs off, and Archie goes to investigate what happens. Um, Betty and Veronica, in her cloak, uh, arrive at the hospital with flowers. Uh, (laughs) uh, flowers for Ethel's dad. Um, during their, their talk between, uh, Betty, Veronica, Ethel, and her mother, uh, Veronica decides to reveal that her last name is Lodge, which just sets Mrs. Muggs off. Um... Veronica tries to apologize for her father, her father, but Mrs. Muggs says for her to tell the truth uh, in her testimony and that her father deserves to be behind bars for the rest of his life. She is not wrong. And I think this is kind of the kick in the pants that Veronica needs to be like, Hey, my dad's kind of a shitty person. We, uh, we got to, you know... Put maybe. him in prison. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Poolside, Archie finds Cheryl. Um, she asks, uh, what her father said, and that everybody hates her, even her family. Um, Archie says to forget what they think, and that he thinks she's awesome. Well, Uh, gee, you sure are swell, Cheryl. (laughs) Say the all swells for Betty, Jugger. Anything Uh, but my body. Shell says he's the only decent person left in Riverdale, and that he's the only person that doesn't want something from her or makes her apologize for who she is or what she wants. And then and she th-
1: smooches him, and he smooches back
0: a until he bit. pulls
1: until he pulls away. He's like, "Oh wait,
0: this isn't this isn't. I shouldn't be doing this." All right, um,
1: here I'm super glad that Archie doesn't try to defend this action. Um, they haven't even talked about it, as far as I can tell, but like. Archie dog, you had all the time in the world to put your hand in between your faces. Okay? Yeah. That was that was not an involuntary kiss. You could have prevented that
0: easily. Yeah.
1: Totally. He's uh, a horny, horny blockhead.
0: He's the horniest blockhead. it was a- just a, a brick with some testicles on it that It's <laughs> a brick with a dick.
1: <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh
0: Archie. my god! Um, oh, and so he runs away. He runs away, but Cheval. not before Cheryl delivers one of the creepiest lines, mm-hmm. saying that her lipstick is maple red, which is why it tasted so sweet. In case okay. you were wondering, like Listen, what the
1: fuck? <laughs> if your fucking lipstick tastes sweet, and you're implying that there is maple syrup in it, that is. Fucking disgusting, it will attract <laughs> bugs. This is how you get ants. This is... this is. Do you want ants, Cheryl? This is how you get ants in your mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, oh. so Cheryl is clearly a sentient hive of insects.
0: So, okay, so this goes back to uh, the new Archie series, because Lipstick and Ants both come into uh, a plot point early really? on. Yes, it's like, called the Lipstick Incident, which... When you first start reading it, you find out that Betty and uh, Archie have just broken up after something called the lipstick incident. Did she find lipstick and ants on his collar or something? No. Um, basically, uh, they share a gooey bar, which is like super sticky candy chocolate thing. Yum. That attracts ants that they then have to go like wash off of themselves. What the and fuck? then that causes um, Betty. To get picked up by some of gal pals of hers for so a second, that she can get I thought a makeover.
1: You, for a second I thought you were gonna say get picked up by a bunch of ants. <laughs> it turns to them. Oh my the, god! Okay, the giant so ant she,
0: movie. She gets picked up by her gal pals. Uh, she gets picked up by her gal pals, and they take her for like a makeover, and it causes a really awkward thing because she turns into like sultry Betty with like really dark red lipstick instead of like normal tomboy Betty. You got to you got to have the right attitude to pull off a
1: deep scarlet lipstick. A lot of yeah. people think they can pull it off and they can't. It's I in my opinion, like deep red lipstick is the fedora of makeup. It's like no one should really wear it except yeah. for like in the 50s.
0: Yeah, unless you're going for like a real period look.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. but you have to have the full look. You can't just have one yeah you can't walk into a bar with a t-shirt and a fedora on yeah you can't you can't fucking wear jeans and a sweatshirt and scarlet red lipstick (laughs)
0: like
1: (laughs) i don't know i have some complicated
0: feelings (laughs) it's it's okay we'll we'll come back to this later so anyway Um, so yeah archie leaves but he does overhear cliff and penelope blossom talking yeah yes Um, penelope she's back uh Cliff thinks that he's close to getting the drive-in land back and that Hermione will soon crumble. Um, Underestimating her resourcefulness, uh, they suggest they should have sent her to jail instead of Hiram.
1: (gasps) That is a legitimate... Excuse me, I have the hiccups, I think. That is a legitimately interesting development.
0: Yes. It actually makes me
1: want to find out more about the whole Hiram situation now. It's, it's the first it's, it's, engaging plot hook he's had.
0: Yeah, it's 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 all starting to link together, I think, because we're getting tie-ins from the Lodges to the Blossoms to the Coopers, and then Archie's just kind of there. He's just kind of there. Um, Veronica returns home and tells Hermione what happened with the mugs, uh, and that she's done lying for her dad, um, which leaves Hermione a little conflicted-looking. Uh, Cheryl confronts Archie as he tries to leave, saying if he goes, the Blossoms will pull the Academy and supporting Fred from him. Um, Archie says they came as a favor to uh, Cheryl's mother, but Cheryl says that that's a lie. He's just like everyone else, and that he's using them, uh, she, he's using them too. Um, Archie says he can't do this anymore and leaves.
1: Um, if, basically, If Archie had stayed, it would have proven Cheryl right. It's true. But like, by his very action of, of saying no, 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 I'm not fucking playing this game
0: anymore, he invalidates Cheryl's entire stance. Pretty much, yeah. Um, at the Coopers, Betty and Jughead to, uh, explain to explain Polly's plan to Alice, and that they're going to write her story. Um, they then invite Alice to come write for the Blue and Gold, the school yeah, newspaper. Hooray! Um, which, uh, as Jughead mentions, probably has a higher operating budget than the Register at this time. Um, uh, <laughs> sick burn. Fuck you, Hal. Fuck you, print media. Uh, but yeah, so now we have a, like, 50-year-old woman working for a school newspaper. Yeah.
1: It's, I'm excited to see how they're gonna
0: rationalize this one. Probably,
1: like, some advisory position.
0: Yeah. Uh, Archie goes to Val on the way to school and apologizes, saying he's done with the blossoms and shortcuts, but Val is done with him. Yeah, and they're also both done walking on the fucking sidewalk.
1: Oh. Like, it's snowing, there's cars about. Get on the fucking
0: sidewalk, you stupid children. We, we know how you feel about, about sidewalks. <laughs> I notice it every time. I can't control it. <laughs> um, at problem. the end, at the Andrews Construction uh, office, Hermione tells Fred that she's going to sell the Clifford, but Fred says he's staying with the project and that he's going to be taking a twenty percent stake in in the money. He I wants guess. some
1: skin in the game because he's tired of being dragged along by rich people.
0: Yeah, um, and that uh, with this, his and Hermione's relationship is now over. They're just business partners, which Hermione feels. Like, she looks, like, a little stunned at it, but, I mean, couldn't not see this coming. Um, Veronica then goes to apologize to Ethel again in school, um, and she accepts, saying Veronica has been there for her multiple times now, um, and that, you know, uh, we get some judd head saying that the sins of the father remain with remain just that for Veronica. We get to see Archie explain to Betty and Jughead that the Blossoms sent Hiram to jail. Jughead says that gives Hiram motive in Jason's death that Hiram could be going after the Blossom legacy. Um, as And they put the the name up on the board. Um, Winter had come early to Riverdale, but a storm was gathering. A storm named Cheryl Blossom. Uh, and we get to see Cheryl sharpening out uh, Archie's face before Polly arrives, uh, saying goodnight. To which Cheryl then starts marking out her face and the group photo from earlier the only thing that well, first off
1: you get to see a lot of cheryl cleavage as she's like bent over on the bed and that's great but uh, the only thing that could have made that scene better is if she like cut their faces out and then ate the picture faces
0: <laughs> what if she started gluing jason's face over top of them
1: <laughs> i don't want to talk about it
0: <laughs> fuck me Yes, there's oh a lot God. of Cheryl cleavage here and in and, and the dinner scene in her yeah. very lovely dress. A lot of cleavage, a
1: lot of thighs. Um, yeah. the, the actress who plays Cheryl is just an absolutely beautiful young woman. Um, you know what's really weird, Noah? How old huh. are you?
0: I am 20... I'll be 29 in like... Oh, shit, you're older than me. I'll be 29 in like three weeks, yeah. Oh, damn. Well, one, happy birthday.
1: Uh, Thank two, you. Two, uh, I am 27, so... Fucking, this is the first show where it just dawned on me that, like, for all of these kids that I'm like, oh, they're lovely young women. Like, I used to say that condescendingly about older actors. and like, <laughs> oh, lovely young men. Now I'm a fucking adult, and they are all younger than me. Every <laughs> yeah. single fucking one of the principal cast is younger than me
0: by, like, yeah. a lot. I, I know I know that feeling. There's always those, you're like, hey. She's awfully pretty. How old is she? Oh, then, who's
1: this pretty young thing Come yeah over here know, to papa?
0: I mean, it's 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 terrible because I know how old I am, and yet I also feel like I'm like half my age sometimes.
1: Yeah, I'm a I'm a fucking man child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh I God. I feel
0: like I'm like 15 until I try to like get up after sitting for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I have I still have moments
1: where like uh my wife went to like an alumni thing for uh, our college or university last night um mm-hmm. and i was like oh yeah college it couldn't have been that long ago i've been out of college for longer than i was in college
0: oh god oh i don't want to think about it
1: and then like i got back in touch with like a friend from high school recently uh two of them actually and um I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't talked to you in, oh, my God, like, ten fucking years. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So I was like, oh, how has your past decade been? (laughs) Anything big happen? Yeah, any big life changes? It's fucking crazy. Like, it's just dawning on me. And, like, I say that I'm much older than the kids on the Archie show right now, but it's, like... 3 to 5 years probably tops for some of them. Mm-hmm. This is only going to get worse. It's it's only going to get worse. It only, only fucking gets worse. My my brother, uh my terrible terrible older brother, uh he turns 30 this year. So and like even then it's like whatever, it's 30. It's not that big of a fucking deal, but still like Time is stupid. I wanna be a Lich. I'm gonna join the archdeacon.
0: Okay. You're gonna you're gonna become her her apprentice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'll be her neophyte, Neophyte, however you wanna say it. Um what's the stinger? We got off track.
0: Uh no, that was pretty much it. It's that Cheryl is going to wreck house and oh, right. probably she,
1: kill Archie and Polly. She eats the picture. Well, I am excited to see uh, what her plot is uh, does Amazon have like previews of the next episode uh,
0: I don't think it Cause, does because
1: I caught a preview of the next episode okay uh, do you know take a guess at which character uh, features next week is it Val Mother, motherfucker
0: outside of the main cast <laughs> um I don't know I feel like it, is it I'll give you a hint Noah. Is it Archie's mom? Uh
1: I, that I don't I don't know. I did not see her in the trailer, but I'll give you a hint Noah. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Are you ready to ride the wagon? <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's Chuck. Chuck oh, is back. Oh. And Chuck it looks wagon. like he, he, the Chuck Cheryl gets aboard the Chuck wagon and loads it up with dynamite and rides it directly into Archie. <laughs> oh God! <laughs>
0: this, this show is taking a
1: sudden turn. Oh yeah, like that's that's what I've gathered. It looks like it's a party episode, like a high school party, and Chuck and and Cheryl feature as I like if, harbingers.
0: If, I wonder if this is the episode I sent you that gif. From. you say gif i did say gif you mean gif oh god let's let's not let's not we already have too many fights let's, not let's not don't you this? just go eat a fucking bag of fucking
1: like regular ass doritos and look at some a, animated
0: g i f um
1: <sighs> i can't i thought i knew you
0: we, okay, show's over. Can't do this anymore.
1: <laughs> it's fucking canceled. Hey, quick poll, everybody. Uh, how do you say it? Uh, you we have like three polls in this episode. And listen, I've been reading a lot of books on engaging your audience, and you're supposed to inundate to them in with here. asinine requests. <laughs> That's what I learned is good business. You're just supposed to constantly, constantly harass your, your customers.
0: If, and, and dear listeners, if, when you're listening to this, if you don't see these polls, please let us know, because I probably just forgot.
1: Noah's gonna make these polls, and if he doesn't, I will beat him.
0: <laughs> you're you have quite the drive ahead of you, sir. Um, <laughs>
1: I'll see you at Gen Con,
0: bitch. <laughs> oh, damn it.
1: <laughs> um, this was a good episode. Um, it was the yeah. best Archie episode that they've had.
0: I think. Definitely. Oh my god, yes, because Archie is actually involved with parts of the outside plot.
1: Yeah, he actually ha- he fucking came across an honest-to-god clue. And um, I feel like they mishandled Val. I feel like Veronica's stuff was really weak um, overall. It felt very after-school special, like you were saying before. huh. But but man, oh man, Archie, Archie proper, the A story, was really, really, really enjoyable. Yes. I, and, I,
0: and, and Cheryl was lovely and such a talent. She's a good actress.
1: I don't know uh-huh. her name, but she she plays, like, I don't want to say bipolar, but, like, she plays that, like, violent personality shift where she's, like, kind of capricious and you never know uh, she, which Cheryl you're going to get. kind of manic. Manic, thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Like, she's very manic, and the actress does a f- fantastic job of making me be on Team Cheryl, but then also making me be on a team where I want Cheryl to eat pictures of Archie's and Polly's faces.
0: Exactly. I'm, I'm trying to look up her actress right now. Uh, Madeline Petch.
1: Madeline Petch.
0: Good job, Madeline Petch. Give yourself a petch on the betch. Also, uh, I was looking at my. Um my phone and apparently i got a call from jamaica so i don't know anybody there so that's i i've been i bought a i
1: bought a car recently and um they sent me like a letter that was like oh we're gonna sell all your information and i like i was like don't do that and i went to send the letter back but by the time i sent in like the form that was like don't fucking do that it, it had already been done so i've been getting
0: solicitor calls non-stop now um okay so this is weird what? I'm looking at uh, the little uh, preview that Google gives you for the character Cheryl Blossom. Okay. And apparently from issue 606 on, uh, in the classic Archie comics, her spouse was Dilton Doily.
1: What?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Nerdy I, old we seen Boy Dilton Scout Dilton Doiley.
1: I can't wait for Dilton to come back. That little <laughs> yeah. McLovin looking ass... Yeah, I'm fucking ready. Dylan's a st- psychopath. He's a goddamn lunatic.
0: I'm still curious if friggin' uh, Grundy is gonna reappear. Grundy
1: reappears with the Grundy gun. Uh,
0: <laughs> that's the what Grundy it's called, gun? the
1: Grundy gun. Uh, oh wait, the Grunder bus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, that's it. Show's over. You can uh contact us at uh you can email us at mapleandblood all spelled out at gmail.com. That's blood at gmail.com. You can fucking tweet at us at, at maple
1: and blood. That's at maple and blood. No underscores or anything either. Um and you can also in the show notes check out a link to uh, the Grunder bus which is a magic item that I will be statting out uh, I don't know I'm thinking I'll maybe do Savage Worlds and 5th uh, edition and maybe a 4th edition one um, and uh, yeah you can check out the stats and use it in your homebrew I'll, the I'll, I'll, bus. Put that,
0: I'll put that in my Deadlands campaign
1: oh fuck yes that too okay then I'm definitely absolutely 100% statting it out in Savage Worlds uh, I'll do 5th ed and I'll do Savage Worlds bare minimum <laughs>
0: you can uh you can check us out uh on itunes uh where you are probably listening to this or on google play for the podbean app uh please 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 uh if it's not too much to ask which i don't think it is give us a little rated review let us know how we're doing um we love hearing from everybody
1: In in your five star review of our show put down what you think uh grundy's gun would be called And it is okay to agree with the Grunder bus, because it's a good one.
0: (laughs) It is a good one. Oh, God, that's a really good one. Do you think she's going to be back? I don't know. I kind of... I think, like, she might show up for, like, one episode, like, towards the end of the season or something. Or maybe she's, like, a a stinger. Like, uh uh-oh, Grundy's back. And she's brought with her her Grundy horde or something. I think she
1: might come back, like... Okay, so what if she comes back like battered and bruised and shit with like a big black eye? And then she's like, When I tried to leave Riverdale I got kidnapped, and I think I know who killed Jason Blossom. Hmm. Could be interesting. Could be interesting. But um so that's it
0: for this week. Take us out, Noah. Uh so I have been your I don't I don't know. Do one Ugh. You have you have weeks
1: to prepare.
0: Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm so bad at it. Um, I have been your curly-haired host, Noah Carden. And I have been your sometimes straight, sometimes wavy-haired host,
1: depending on the ambient humidity, Kyle Cardi. <laughs> Thank you
0: very much for listening. Bye. Bye. And- <laughs>